Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to another podcast episode. Welcome to Lesby Brutally Honest. If you're new, my name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. If you can see my beautiful wife, she got her hair Hey, mamas. You looking good, girl. <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> yeah, we got the visual podcast going, honey. Today, today, life is life, and honey, when sure. you, when you, when you a woman, and you, you know, you got to go through your womanly things, and when you in a relationship with a woman, and things sync up, it can be a little challenge. But how you feeling, honey? I'm here. You here? I'm here. Yeah. Um, what's special about today? Today is the last day of our reintroduction to Whole30. Y'all, today is the last day of Whole30, period. Period, poo. Yes, the last thing we introduced was the um, legumes. Legumes. Which we had chili. The chili was good. It felt good to eat beans again, but... Um, I lost a we both lost a tremendous amount of weight, which we're going to be sharing on the vlog channel. So stay tuned. Our vlogs are on Nick and Carla, but um, I feel really good and and I I can see a difference in my face. I feel like my ass and and hips are still a little, you know, still a little up there. You know, your hips ain't lying. Yeah, they still ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? I need them to go ahead and tell some uh, tell some lies, you know, do something. You know, <laughs> it's just when you gain weight as a woman, everything, it just goes to your hips and your, and your ass and all that. I don't even see why girls got to get BB, BBLs. Just Girl. eat. Just eat. Look, Mm-mm. get somebody else to do it because <laughs> I have enough problems by myself. So we're going to get right into the uh, the main topic of the podcast, especially because my wife, she hopped out of the bed to hop on this podcast and I want her to be able to get back in and get her some rest. But um, what we wanted to talk about is, um, are you really ready to leave your relationship or are you just saying it? And the reason why what came to mind as far as this topic is um, my wife and I, for those who don't know, we actually offer one-on-one, what do you call it? I got a name consultation, but it's more like a, it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a real live reaction type of deal. Like the same thing we do on the reaction channel, because we're not professional therapists or counselors or nothing. So we sit, we listen to you kind of give your story time and we give our opinions. We share what we would do if we was in the situation. We share what we've done in our past. So it's the same thing, but essentially our attention is focused on you. Yes. And, um, we recently had a, um, a, inner, a, a, a consultation or one-on-one with this young lady. Um, and you know, she was just kind of talking about her first lesbian relationship. Too chill. 
I tell you that that'd be rough. Um, I think do for the, everybody. Do the hand like Fred Sanford used to do. <laughs> the little shaky hand. Yeah, I think he was like that because of old age. Girl, no, he used to do that in the um oh, on well, the show. I didn't watch the show like that, honey. <laughs> I seen bits and pieces, but I didn't sit and watch. Honey, my auntie used to keep the shows playing. The reruns, we would watch the same shows over and over again. I tell you one thing, that shit used to be boring watching them little shows to me. Some of them was, but I used to actually get a couple of little laughs you know ain't nothing like seeing our beautiful black people on the screen so yeah yeah back in them days when yeah. they had like uh uh what is it steve urkel them uh family matters uh-huh. you know all that shit that was that was good but and martin and and uh all that but yeah. and living single i used to love living single yes i used to love living single yeah but um so back to the one-on-one and if you all ever want to have a one-on-one of course we kind of have to take you through a brief screening process we got to see like what the topic is as long as it ain't nothing too off the wall it's you know stuff lining up with maybe taking a leap of faith uh because me and my wife were big on that and doing that or um or relationship type of stuff or maybe dealing with family or something like that if you want to just sit tell us what's going on had it one-on-one have our attention focused on you then you can actually book us through our website by visiting nick and it's just that simple scroll down and then you can sign up and send a brief description of what you got going on but um it's like I think some sometimes some of these ladies, they think that the first time lesbian relationship, the grass is greener on the other side. And what they don't realize is sometimes even though the grass may look green, maybe underneath this broken glass just waiting to cut your feet up if you uh, walk over it. Or maybe it's that plastic ass grass. Maybe it's the plastic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And me personally, what I've come to realize or think from my observation and y'all can comment below if you agree or disagree. I think a lot of times those first time lesbian relationships are there to either. It's like a it's like a blessing and a curse. It's almost like it can really take you out or it's really put in place to kind of take you through some type of spiritual awakening or some type of deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Like, for example, um, Carla, your first lesbian relationship. Yeah, I think I had, you know, I would I would say that my relationship was split. Right. Um, on one hand, I feel like I needed that relationship because it helped me to um, truly fall in love for the first time. I used to be really guarded and I would always, you know, just have this saying. I used to be like, keep your feelings in your motherfucking back pocket. Yeah, it broke all that up. Yeah, and it's like I got caught off guard because, you know, we were friends and never even thought that, you know, that would happen. And um, because I did get attracted to her, then, um, you know, I started, you know, learning the real deal. Like some of these real schemes out here. Yeah, like it can it, get real tough out here in these. And especially when you fall in love for real. My little yeah. feelings got hurt. So, and, and But it sent you on a journey to really dive deep into your self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dealing with real things that you have to do to get yourself out of depression yeah 
a lot of things. Um, it had you kind of really dive deep and focus on yourself because at one point in your life, you was just like, you know what? I don't want to go with my ex-husband. I don't want to try to make things work with her. I just need to be alone. Yeah. You know, I, I think during that time, I had a lot going on as far as me always trying to make sure that everybody else was happy. So when I got in that spot in my life where it was kind of like, I couldn't afford to think about nobody else. I had to think about myself. And when I felt myself um, just being broken as a person, not really having anybody that I can talk to, like truly talk to, it really made me learn how to love myself. It made me realize, okay, what is it that I want from a person? And it made me understand that I can't depend on somebody else to make me happy. Yeah. And um, and so the reason why the question we, we kind of led with was, are you really ready to leave the relationship? Is because when we did have our one on one session with this girl. Well, I'm sorry, with this this young lady, this woman. um, It's like listening to her words, but then also being able to be a witness to her what her body was doing as far as her telling us what she doing it's like the it was it was conflicting it was contradicting and we had to just straight up tell her like you ain't really ready to leave yeah you're not being honest yeah but if you think about it um i know i've had um friends in my life that have done things like that and I guess back then I was kind of young and I was just kind of like, girl, she don't know what the hell she want. Like, I kind of used to throw it off like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what happened is people try to trick themselves into a lot of times you have people who will be like, I ain't even trying to be in a relationship. But knowing deep down in their heart, they do want a relationship. Or if they get caught up with somebody, it's kind of like... He ain't trying to do right anyway. I ain't finna be, you know, spending my time with this person. But then as soon as the person call, that's what they are doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it just, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I know at one point Carla and I were thinking about, uh, becoming life coaches, but it's interesting the way life coaching, like when you go through the courses, the way they teach you to, um, coach individuals, so in a, in a sense, like how we was able to just straight up tell her, like, girl, it's like you, you really like how we was able to tell her like it is in yeah. life coaching. They don't want you to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> and that was the thing I felt like it's like I know what I'm good at. Right. Right. And um, I've always been really good with giving people advice or just listening if I felt like the person wanted me to listen. But um, in life coaching. It teaches you to kind of gauge the person so that they can get their own answer. But like when you're in a situation like this, a lot of times, that's what I'm saying. People are saying one thing, but then their actions are doing something else. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, you can't just allow them to keep on doing that. You have to say, well, wait a minute now. Yeah, you know, you saying this, but you're doing this, and it ain't making sense. I wonder if therapists can do that. I know to become a therapist, you got to like really put in like probably like ten years of school. 
You know what I'm saying? As far as like getting your masters and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that we do. That's why I say we just, it's almost like you sitting on a FaceTime with friends and we are just kind of listening, hearing you out. We all popping our shit together. I think, yeah, I think it's more like guidance. And I think, I think it's cool because um, that was one of the things that I like when I did have to go to a counselor. You know, I always say I don't want somebody. I want somebody to sit there who don't have a dog in the fight and to actually be able to give me unbiased information. And I feel like that's what we do a lot of the times. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. You tell us what it is that you're dealing with and we're going to um, make sure that we have an understanding and we're going to say, look, here's some type of guidance to help you, you know, be able to think about what it is that you're saying and what you're doing. Now, I, what I'm thinking about now in my head, because it was like the reason why I was kind of trying to think about why lesbianism at least that's what they call it in the church uh lesbianism that's what they call it in the church i went to um i feel like a lot of times it because i don't think no one just wake up and be like you know what today i want to be a lesbian unless now maybe now they're like that because it's pushing your face more maybe younger people who don't know how to think for themselves maybe they wake up and be like i want to be lesbian but i just know me personally i didn't wake up and and just say i want to like girls today yeah. It was like a process. And when you growing up, like this happened when I was a teenager. Um, and when you go into church every day and they're constantly putting that fear into you, like if you do this wrong, you go to hell, it, eternal damnation, all that stuff. Lesbian definitely is not going to be lesbianism. Definitely not going to be at the top of your list of sins to do. But um, I feel like, this lifestyle or this um this was presented to me or put on me um to kind of wake me out or take me out of something that I was getting caught up in and this is kind of what I'm saying so when I was young I remember being in elementary school this is when I was in St. Louis and I had no idea what church was Jesus the uh the holy trinity the holy ghost i didn't know what none of that stuff was however i did have a relationship with you can call it god universe higher self whatever y'all refer to it as supernatural intelligence whatever i had a relationship with them it him her whatever and um i always talked to it in my head you know i'm saying not out loud I always felt comfort in it. And I remember the first time I even heard about something like that, which was with my cousin. I was still in St. Louis at the time in elementary and, um, and rest in, rest in peace to her. She was just something very unique, but, um, she was something happened. I did something fucked up and she was like, stop, Shella, you ain't going to go to heaven. And I was like, heaven, what's that? And <laughs> And she was like in the clouds with God. God is the father. I was like, father, but I got a daddy. Like I was just trying to understand, like, what is she talking about? Yeah. It was a first. She was like, you got to read it in the Bible. And I was like, what is the Bible? Like, I really had never heard of none of this stuff. But keep in mind, guys, I still had a relationship with God. So then years later, um, 
we ended up my mom something had she was on the police chase got into a really bad accident I, and I think that's what helped her make the decision to get out of St. Louis which I think is very important to um get your kids and take them out of town like let them live out of town for a month even if they have family members just having a different lifestyle do that because it it changes them like me and my sister when we left St. Louis for like uh the summer break went to my aunt down in texas that changed our fucking it just opened some something up in us but anyways when my mom made the decision to leave st louis that's when we moved into what they call the bible belt which is like down south it's the south uh eastern states and uh like georgia alabama mississippi they're really really religious and we had no idea what we were going into but we got there, eventually settled into a church. And that's when all these doctrines, these rules, these regulations, sins, Jesus, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's when all that stuff was introduced to me. And to be honest, when all of that stuff was introduced to me, it actually threw off the relationship I had with God. Believe mm. it or not. Because then my relationship, it wasn't as focused on like this bond that like this personal bond that I have within where I can like really tune into it through meditation and all that. And it was more so focused on, I guess the pastors and the, and the preachers helping me, I guess, um, it was, Understand they church. was like, they were more of the liaison, like almost like if they wasn't there, I didn't know how to communicate with what that was at, anymore. And I felt like I was wrong if I did this and that and and that maybe, you know, it just it was just it got really complicated. Mm -hmm. It complicated the relationship. So then uh, when I was in middle school, still in the Bible Belt, then um, when lesbianism or whatever, when it kind of came my way. At first, I tried to fight it off because, again, in the church, they say it's wrong. They say it's wrong. And they had me scared thinking, oh, you're going to hell and all this but then finally, after, you know, a certain point in my life, when I made the decision to actually live in my truth, it sent me on a journey and it actually forced me to get back to that relationship that I once had when I was like a little girl with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that, you know, lesbianism actually was a gift because it helped me get on this journey, which I think that our purpose is uh, more so um, for, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> but uh, I think this journey is really, um, is for like, for, how, for example, me and Carla, how we're able to kind of reach a unique set of people. It's like, some people may not see what me and you do as a ministry, but it is. And I think a lot of times we reach people um, who are not maybe those would go to a traditional church or people who need to hear some of these things that we say that looks like us that are maybe lesbian or LGBT or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so even from stemming from how lesbianism affected me or how it made me kind of progress through life, through it, it forced me to go through some sort of spiritual awakening so i think that lesbianism or being a lesbian or whatever this lifestyle it can really um 
it can really, like we said, break, make you or break you. And uh, one thing that I'm thinking about is when we had our one on one session where Carla was really trying to drive the point as far as asking the young lady um, or just, you know, or sharing maybe the differences between being in a relationship and needing that person, like, say, to function or just being in the relationship and, and, and adding to it. You know what I'm saying? So what, well, it's like, what, what was you saying? Or do you need somebody or do you just want them? Is that what you were saying? No. Um, so well, in her situation, I guess she was, instead of just being focused on herself in that moment, she was wondering or I guess she knew something that was going on with the ex. So she was wondering what they were doing. And even though we were talking, letting her know, like, this is a time that you really need to be focused on yourself. I guess one of the things like, how do you get to the point? I guess, because I know for me, I had just went through a lot as far as like, leaving my marriage and then being in this first time lesbian relationship. Now for me, I knew that I was a good person and I deserved better than what I was getting. So that was the courage for me to sit down and just be like, okay, what do you want? What is it that you're not going to accept in a relationship? So I guess for me at that point, it was, you know, me thinking, okay, I don't need, you know, the stuff that's transpiring, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to be in this relationship. I don't need to deal with the cheating. I don't need to do that. But it's like, I want to be with somebody who want me as well. So I guess in those situations, when you end up in a situation where you're kind of at a crossroad and you're questioning, should I stay in this relationship or should I leave? I think that's the question that a lot of people should ask themselves. Like, do I want to be in this relationship or do I need to be in this relationship? Am I staying here because this person is doing something for me? It's going to make life easier. Or am I being with this person because I I absolutely want them. Like how I was saying, like Nick and I, we don't need each other. Yeah. We want each other. And it's like, it's not, we're not staying on each other trying to be dependent in the relationship. Yeah. I actually really liked how you broke that down to her as far as me and you. That's why it's really good to kind of take care of yourself. So if it just so happened where y'all have to break up or split ways, you're still so full of yourself. You're, you're still pouring so much into yourself where it don't feel like you have nothing when that person leaves. Yeah, because a lot of people, they end up, I'll never forget this one girl who I um, work with. She went through a divorce. And when I tell you she was on the floor crying like a baby saying that the person who she broke up with was her rock. That was her foundation. It was almost like she was giving up on life because things wasn't going right in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know, um, and I, I know the, the, the point was as far as, uh, well, it was a lot of points we we're making, but the whole question of sometimes you got to wonder why that, 
girl on girl relationship was brought your way like babe why was you attracted to women you know what I'm saying like you could have just went your entire life been attracted to men and not to say you can't go through some type of spiritual awakening or anything like that when you're in a heterosexual relationship but anytime you go against the grain or go against what society says is right um then or what society says is wrong and you make the decision to live in your truth then you have to have a certain type of confidence in yourself um, and know that what you're doing is what you really want to do because you just never know how it can play out. But then a lot of times when some of these ladies, when they get into these like first girl relationships, they fall in love because it's a love they've never experienced. But then when it's taken away, it's like, they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. And it can get dangerous. Very, very. That's why I said it's like you could actually lose yourself. Just think about you, how you almost lost yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's physically and mentally and spiritually all that. You just almost lost yourself. Yeah. But if you go through it and you see what it's about as far as um, overcome it, what can come with it, that negative side that can come it, uh, with it, then you actually can become a stronger individual and you can learn things about yourself that you didn't even know. It's kind of like going back again to me dealing with lesbianism and making a decision to live in my truth and all that. Me develop or revisiting that relationship with God and picking that faith back up it has assisted me in going on leaps of faith. You know, I've taken many leaps of faith in life. And the only thing that has been able to sustain me is the relationship that I have that I formed when I was a little girl and that I was able to rebond or rekindle when I left the church. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting how me leaving the church made this relationship stronger. And the only reason I left the church was because I decided to love the same gender you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. just very interesting how that how that happened and then you know even with you carla it's like you deciding to live in your truth with women maybe that also kind of broke you out of that hole because at first you was kind of living a mundane lifestyle you were even kind of questioning like is it more i know it's more to life than <laughs> yeah. just you know going to to to, to my work and, and the kids and the husband this is boring and maybe, you know, when you made the decision to love a woman, it also threw you out of some other type of matrix where now you going on leaps of faith and adventures and, and doing all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can understand. It's like, <laughs> I guess it's funny when I'm sitting back and I'm <laughs> thinking about it, because a lot of times we do tend to what do we always what word is it that we always use we say brainwash a lot of the stuff that we know we're brainwashed and could you imagine if you just chose to do something different chose to live how you want to live even though something in your head been saying you know like why don't you try to do this or well my folks gonna think I'm crazy if I do this Mm -hmm. or if I say this to my family they gonna think like girl no but it's like you have those thoughts for a reason especially if it's something that you're um you know that you've been thinking that you want to do if you feel like it's going to help you in some type of way, like get out of a certain lifestyle, mm-hmm. get out of the nine to five. Yep. I actually was talking to Nick the other day when we were walking um, and I was just telling her how 
and I know this don't happen for everyone. I said, but I've always had these certain flashes <laughs> of my life yeah. that pops up. And I told Nick, um, it's one where I'm kind of like on this balcony. I can see off of it. I said, I don't know if I'm at home, but it's a good feeling. It's almost like I can look out, stand on the balcony. I'm in nature. I feel good. And then I told Nick I had another one where it was kind of like, I'm going to be around some successful people. I don't know what type of people. I don't know if it's going to be celebrities. I don't know what it is. I said, but I always have these two images that pop up in my head and they're there. I don't know why, but I told Nick, I don't know. I said, maybe it's something to help me keep pushing forward in life yeah. or to keep, you know, like imagining my life different. Yeah. And I think it will help me get to where I want to be. Yeah, it definitely takes... Um jumping out of the norm taking those leaps of faith and i you know i hear a lot of spiritual people say that we have kind of designed or we have designed our lives the way we wanted them to play out before mm -hmm. we even became physical or whatever before we even incarnated yeah and let's say if that's the case i can see why i would plant little things to take me off a certain course kind of like how my mom you know had the accident unfortunately uh, during her cop chase but it shot her to Hinesville that shot me down to I still needed to be in Georgia I still needed to get out of St. Louis but then I was starting to get caught up in a way of living where my life would be completely different if if I stayed in the church and followed that whole route I'll be doing a completely different thing but yeah. doop, let me drop this lesbian stuff so she can kind of get shooken out of this now lesbianism that's just one thing however let's say if you're a heterosexual woman and you're living your life but maybe something else that's non-traditional is being kind of in your head like maybe you want to leave the country and live somewhere else maybe you keep having flashes of yourself living in another country or living shit full time on the road or you know just some that just if you did it your family and friends would be like what the fuck is she doing you know what i'm saying <laughs> but maybe that was kind of placed in your head to shake some shit up to take you through some type of awakening and when i say that is because a lot of times when you go off the path you really got to depend on that relationship or that faith that you have with your higher self and um i don't know your life just ends up just really interesting and different you know yeah. what i'm saying who knows who you can inspire and who you can reach when you live in your truth you know, whatever that may look like for you. It don't have to be you being a whole lesbian. It could be something else. Yeah. You know, you're making me think about, you know, sometimes I always ask you when we meditate in the morning. Mm -hmm. I ask you um, every now and then, babe, did you see the quote that was on the meditation? Oh, yeah. Did yeah, you like notice that. the quote that was um, on the meditation app? Yeah, today? I remember kind of turning my head like, huh? <laughs> but I forgot what the quote was. So the quote on the meditation app said, if you think you're too small to oh, make yeah. a difference. <laughs> 
<laughs> so really- a, if you think you're too small to make a difference try sleeping with a mosquito that's why because i was thinking about i was like you know what if i laid in a bedroom with one mosquito oh he would light your ass up (laughs) (laughs) so yes that's what i'm saying so i guess what would be the because we're gonna go on and close it out but what would be i guess the main point of this podcast well i think one i think it's more than one yeah um for one, I feel like everyone should um, learn self-love before you go out trying to give love to someone else. Because if you're not whole, how can you pour energy into someone else if you're not whole? Because you're going to be looking for them to replenish you. And then I think the other thing is is um make sure that you're pushing for your goals like a lot of times I know me for a long time I used to always question why am I here why am I here so like when I see little quotes like that quote it make me think like because some people feel like you know like I don't know I'm just sitting here I'm just working and they feel like they kind of like just gonna go through just everyday life like that when you really don't have to yeah and i think kind of like abraham say it's like you really have to take small steps before you can hear that inner voice kind of give you the next thing that you're supposed to be doing yeah and i think uh the main point that i got from this is really to live in your truth you know and when you live in your truth that's when you will serve a purpose that will change lives, you know, other for other generations, your peers. It's like with some people just witnessing you living your truth is enough to change their life. Yeah, because I always say everybody have a story. And sometimes people, they don't like to tell their story because they're not comfortable with it yet. But for the people that are, it's like tell your story because you never know who you can help. And we're all out here sometimes feeling like we just trying to get our next breath up under that water, you know. Sometimes you feel like you're drowning and you might be that breath, that fresh breath that somebody need right yeah. now. And um, and another thing is, I guess, trust those visions that you see. Like, you know how you keeps getting that one. That's one of many visions because I've heard you, you know, mention other visions that mm-hmm. you've had. But those visions are popping in your head. Those desires are popping in your body for a reason. So just be brave and follow it. And you're guaranteed to go on a beautiful adventure. And uh, just depend on that relationship that you have with God. You know what I'm saying? Even if it goes, because I think a lot of times, well, I think negative and positive is really perception based. You know, what some one society may deem as a sin or negative, another society may embrace it. So at the end of the day, live in your truth, live the way you want to live and uh, just follow that, that intuition and see where it leads. Yeah. All right. And I think that's going to be the episode. Um, so, babe, you're going to get you some more rest. You look cute, self. Got your hair yes, done. Yes, I'm about to go and soak. Are you about to go soak? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful day, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.